after her grandmother died, Adriana Trigiani was helping to clean out the kitchen. The oven broke, she says, and when they pulled it out from the wall to make the repairs, a small confetti of papers flew out from underneath. They were recipes. Her Nona's secrets and surprises, notes written down in script and scrawls and lists of ingredients, even some in code, so they couldn't be stolen or copied. Adapted from the traditions of three regions of Italy to meet the all-American family life of Virginia and beyond, Adriana and her sisters learned to cook by watching their mother and their grandmothers in the kitchen. With the discovery of those slips of paper so many years later, she and her sisters worked together to compile a delightful cookbook of techniques and traditions and stories and photos along with those recipes. And sure enough, almost everyone is modified with a little time-saving technique or a flavor twist or a comment on the presentation. Cooking with My Sisters is dedicated to those who have come before us, those who are with us now, and those who will follow. Food or family or faith, how do we take the treasures we've inherited, live them and share them, adapt and pass them along to those who will follow? That's the question that the scriptures ask us on this 22nd Sunday in ordinary time. How do we keep tradition alive and vibrant for the next generation? In the first reading from Deuteronomy today, the people are on the threshold of the promised land. Moses tells them to take to heart all the statutes and decrees that I am teaching you to observe that you may live. The whole book of Deuteronomy, the title literally meaning repeated law or second law, the whole book is a retelling and reinterpretation of Israel's history and laws for a new generation. This is not the people who escaped with Moses and Aaron and Miriam from Egypt. Those great leaders have died or soon will be dead. This is a new generation who grew up far from what their elders experienced. This is a new generation entirely or surrounded by new circumstances and new cultures and new battles all their own. So how is the tradition that they inherited, how is it going to be meaningful to them now? Going to sustain them now, going to comfort them now and challenge them at the same time to continue to live faithfully the covenant under these new circumstances. Here in the book of Deuteronomy, Moses undertakes a reinterpretation of the text. And so the tradition continues. Tammy Schneider in the Torah, a women's commentary notes, Moses initiates what becomes a long Jewish tradition, constant reinterpretation of the text. It's important to note traditions change over time, even in the sacred text. 
And who is it who is courageous enough, like Moses, to keep the faith vibrant? Ellen Frankel says there develops a kind of personality, skeptical, provocative, contrary, kind of personality that best guarantees the survival of the people of Israel. A personality that questions the teaching in order to keep it alive, that challenges laws that have grown static, or stagnant, a personality that reinterprets tradition for the next generation. And so we come to the scene in today's gospel. Religious leaders question Jesus about purity practices. Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, they ask, perhaps knowing what we know now about scripture, they shouldn't be so shocked at his provocative challenge to the tradition. Jesus is continuing in that long line of personalities, contrary perhaps, but personalities that are focused on the future, focused on what is essential Love God, love neighbor, focused in order to keep the tradition meaningful and vibrant. The composer Gustav Mahler is quoted in Pope Francis' book, Let Us Dream. He says, tradition is not the repository of ashes, but the preservation of fire not the repository of ashes, but the preservation of fire. And so the question for us is, how are we keepers of the fire? How are we adapting and reinterpreting the teaching for a new generation in our homes, in our families, in our church, in our neighborhoods, in our nation? The role of bishops is to preserve the tradition of the church, yes. But in the second reading today, the letter of James, he says, the word has been planted in you. Welcome it and live it. Be doers of the word, he says, and not hearers only. Welcome the word. Welcome the tradition and the ancient teaching. Welcome it to grow and change. Prune it with discipline. Die back in winter, maybe nurture it again to life. Be doers of the word. Interpret it for a new generation in our home, in our community, in our church. Cooking with my sisters ends with a reminder to leave the world better than you found it. May it be so. At the tables of our kitchens and at the altars of our churches, for those who are waiting to be fed now and for those who will surely follow.